Good morning. Scott Luton here with you on this edition of This Week in Business History. Welcome to today's show. On this program, which is part of the Supply Chain Now family of programming, we take a look back at the upcoming week, and then we share some of the most relevant events and milestones from years past. Of course, mostly business-focused, with a little dab of global supply chain, and occasionally, we might just throw in a good story outside of our primary realm. So I invite you to join me on this look back in history to identify some of the most significant leaders, companies, innovations, and perhaps lessons learned in our collective business journey. Now, let's dive in to this week in business history. Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Scott Luton, and today on this edition of This Week in Business History, we're focused on the week of January 11th. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Hey, before we get started today, I've got two small requests of our listening audience. First, if you've enjoyed today's show, be sure to subscribe for free so that you don't miss a future episode. We've got some really cool programming coming out in the weeks ahead. Secondly, we'd ask that you submit a review on whichever platform that you listen to us on. One of the ways that our podcast reaches new listeners is through digital word of mouth and reviews play a big part of that process. So tell us what you think there. We'd very much appreciate that. Now on today's show, we're going to be diving into the story of Jeff Bezos, an iconic business figure here in the e-commerce age. In fact, we're going to focus on 10 things I bet you don't know about Jeff Bezos. So stay tuned and thanks again for joining us here on This Week in Business History, powered by our team here at Supply Chain Now. Okay, number one on the list of 10 things I bet you don't know about Jeff Bezos. He was born Jeffrey Preston Jorgensen on January 12, 1964. His mother was Jacqueline, a 17-year-old high school student at the time. And his father was Ted Jorgensen, a bike shop owner. Jacqueline and Ted would get divorced just a few years later. Jacqueline would then marry Mike Bezos in April 1968, when Jeff was just four years old. Mike Bezos had immigrated from Cuba when he was just 16 years old, by himself, with very little. But he would end up raising young Jeffrey Preston Jorgensen, and Jeff would end up dropping the name Jorgensen and use Jeff Bezos moving forward. Number two on the list of 10 things I bet you don't know about Jeff Bezos. While Jeff Bezos currently has homes across the country from New York to LA, he was born in Albuquerque, New Mexico. The city is often abbreviated as ABQ, and it is the most populous city in New Mexico. A couple of the city's nicknames are the Duke City and Burke. Albuquerque is also the setting for one of my favorite Netflix series, Breaking Bad. Jeff Bezos would move to Houston, Texas when he was still young as his stepfather Mike Bezos worked for Exxon. Number three on our list, Jeff Bezos would spend many summers on his grandfather's ranch near Cotula, Texas. The ranch was called the Lazy G. One of the things that Jeff Bezos loved to do during those summers was work on repairing Caterpillar tractors. After Jeff Bezos became successful and wealthy, he'd go on to purchase the 25,000 acre ranch and expand it to over 300,000 acres. 
and it's now called Corn Ranch. Number four on our list of 10 things I bet you don't know about Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos worked at McDonald's in high school, spending many mornings cooking breakfast at the fast food company, but it had a considerable impact on him. As a cook, Jeff Bezos would struggle to keep up with the rush hour. He would study the famous McDonald's system, including beeps and signals for when to flip burgers or pull fries from the fryer. Jeff Bezos would later advise others, always keep your eyes open for the lessons you can learn in any business. He would say, quote, you can learn responsibility in any job if you take it seriously, end quote. Number five on our list, Jeff's early Eureka moment. In 1994, Jeff Bezos was one of investment firms D.E. Shaw's youngest senior vice presidents. He was researching potential business opportunities related to this new thing called the internet. It's during this research that Jeff Bezos uncovered a mind-boggling statistic. Internet usage was growing at the bewildering rate of 2,300% a year. It wasn't long after this discovery that Jeff Bezos would quit his job, move to Seattle, and find a way to capitalize on this new World Wide Web. Number six on our list of 10 things I bet you don't know about Jeff Bezos. Amazon was not the first name of his company. The first name would be Cadabra, as in Abra Cadabra. Brad Stone wrote in his book, The Everything Store, that a couple of problems would crop up. First, Bezos' attorneys didn't like how obscure the word Cadabra was. Hey, you gotta make those attorneys happy, right? Second, on business phone calls, it was being mispronounced as cadaver, and that's not a good thing. Jeff and his then-wife, Mackenzie, would brainstorm for new names. In the mid-90s, they'd buy the domains for awake.com, browse.com, bookmall.com, and even relentless.com, which is still active today. In fact, it'll redirect you to amazon.com. Looking in the dictionary, starting with the A's, Bezos would arrive at the word Amazon and it would stick. He walked into the company's makeshift office at the time, his garage, and would inform the team. And the domain was registered on November 1st, 1994. Jeff Bezos was later interviewed by Brad Stone and would say, quote, This is not only the largest river in the world, it's many times larger than the next biggest river. It blows all other rivers away, end quote. Number seven on our list. Jeff Bezos famously made his grandmother cry in a key learning moment as a young man. He shared this story with Princeton graduates during a 2010 commencement speech. Bezos would share, quote, My grandfather was driving and my grandmother had the passenger seat. She smoked throughout these trips and I hated the smell. At that age, I'd take any excuse to make estimates and do minor arithmetic. I decided to do the math for my grandmother. I estimated the number of cigarettes per days, estimated the number of puffs per cigarette, and so on. When I was satisfied that I'd come up with a reasonable number, I poked my head into the front of the car, tapped my grandmother on the shoulder, and proudly proclaimed, at two minutes per puff, you've taken nine years off your life. I have a vivid memory of what happened, and it was not what I expected. I expected to be applauded for my cleverness and arithmetic skills. Instead, my grandmother burst into tears. I sat in the back seat and did not know what to do. While my grandmother sat crying, my grandfather, who had been driving in silence, 
pulled over onto the shoulder of the highway. He got out of the car and came around and opened my door and waited for me to follow. My grandfather looked at me and after a bit of silence, he gently and calmly said, Jeff, one day you'll understand that it's harder to be kind than clever, end quote. That moment is said to have had an exceptional impact on Jeff Bezos and his worldview. He'd later say, quote, cleverness is a gift, kindness is a choice, end quote. Number eight on our list of 10 things I bet you don't know about Jeff Bezos. Jeff has long touted a maxim at Amazon called the two pizza rule. It's pretty simple. Any meeting should include no more people than what two pizzas can feed. Quick math tells me that no meeting then should have more than eight people included, six if hungry adults, five if it includes me because I sure do love a good pizza. Number nine on our list, Jeff Bezos is a big Star Trek fan. He's named pets and companies after Star Trek characters. Jeff Bezos even made a cameo in one of the Star Trek films. In fact, his love for science fiction and Star Trek was part of the reason for founding Blue Origin, a rocket company that's working with NASA and is set for five rocket launches in 2021. One of the companies, Primary Rockets, is named the New Glenn, a reference, of course, to the late U.S. astronaut and senator John Glenn. And in an announcement from December of 2020, Blue Origin named its recovery ship and landing pad Jacqueline after his mother. Bezos said, quote, New Glenn's first stage will come home to the Jacqueline after every flight. It couldn't be more appropriately named. Mom has always given us the best place and best heart to come home to, end quote. Finally, number 10 on our list of top 10 things I bet you don't know about Jeff Bezos. A Harvard student once told Jeff Bezos, the Princeton alum, what he should do with his startup. According to the before-mentioned Brad Stone, who wrote the book, The Everything Store, in 1997, Jeff Bezos was asked to speak to a Harvard Graduate School business class about his early stage online store, Amazon. It's been said that the Harvard students weren't paying a lot of attention to Bezos as he was sharing his story and his point of view. And at one particularly entertaining moment, one of the highfalutin Harvard students told Jeff Bezos, quote, you seem like a really nice guy, so don't take this the wrong way, but you need to sell to Barnes and Noble and get out now, end quote. Fittingly, later that same year, Jeff Bezos would take Amazon public and would raise $54 million through an IPO. He would make the world's billionaires list published by Forbes just two years later in 1999. And over the next 20 years, Jeff Bezos would build one of the most iconic companies in business history. Hey, I wonder what that Harvard smartass is up to these days. Well, that just about wraps up this edition of This Week in Business History. That story of Jeff Bezos and those top 10 things really stood out to us. But hey, what do you think? Find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and share your comments there. We're here to listen. Very special thanks to Deb Cooey, who has provided excellent research for the series. On that note, of course, big thanks to you, our listener, for tuning into the show each week. Be sure to check out a wide variety of industry thought leadership at SupplyChainNow.com, series such as Tequila Sunrise, Tech Talk Digital Supply Chain Podcast, Digital Transformers, and a lot more. Friendly reminder, 
course, you can find This Week in Business History wherever you get your podcasts from. Be sure to tell us what you think. We'd love to earn your review. On behalf of the entire team here at This Week in Business History and Supply Chain Now, this is Scott Luton wishing all of our listeners nothing but the best. Hey, do good, give forward, and be the change that's needed. And on that note, we'll see you next time here on This Week in Business History. Thanks, everybody.